I'm using a new mic today and it's definitely showing because I've had to record the intro several more than more times than I'd even like to admit. <laughs> Welcome my doers, dreamers and creators. You're listening to My Work in Progress, the podcast. This podcast is dedicated to honoring, inspiring and celebrating being a work in progress. My name's Heidi Vega, I am your host, and on today's episode, we're going to get into being brutally honest with ourselves. Now, trust that it sounds more painful than it really is. (laughs) It's a change of pace from last episode, but it ultimately leads us to the same place where we can find confidence and faith in our capabilities and more importantly, ourselves. So before I get into today's episode, I do want to invite you guys to subscribe or follow from wherever you're listening from so that you know when a new episode comes out. And if you could leave me a review on Google Play or Apple Podcasts or whatever platform allows you to review this podcast, I'd really appreciate it. So let's jump into today's episode. Not only... Not only do I have a new mic that I'm trying to use, I'm also using a new setup. And it's not the most comfortable setup, I will say. I think I didn't think about this all the way through. (laughs) All right, so I am going to have us do a little bit of an exercise to start us off. And I know, like, Uh, I just wanted to listen. I didn't want to participate. But at this point, I'm going to ask for your participation. You don't have to write anything down or do anything physically or out loud. So chill. (laughs) All you have to do is think for a moment. So I'm going to ask you to be brutally honest with yourself for the next few seconds. See what thoughts come to mind if I ask you Be brutally honest with yourself. I'm not going to give you too long because I know thoughts speed through our minds at 60 miles an hour. And it's, uh, I'm sure you've thought of a couple of things by this point. If not, I'm going to give you a few more seconds here. Be brutally honest. All right. So now that you've had a little bit more of some time, recognize those thoughts, repeat them a few times so that they're, they're in the forefront of your mind. Okay, now let's put them in a little box, <laughs> tie it with a bow, and put it to the side because we're going to come back to it. So, all right, we've put those thoughts aside. Okay, blank slate. Now, now you can just sit back and listen. (laughs) See, that wasn't so hard. Um, Okay, so to start us off, I want to be clear on what I mean by being brutally honest and what a lot of people think being brutally honest means. My definition of being brutally honest is not to give in to self-criticisms, not to give in to being um, repeating shameful thoughts, um, not using your excuses as a version of being brutally honest. I think that most of the time we assume 
that are broken record that gets played usually throughout the day of I always and I never and I should and I can't. Those kind of thoughts that begin with those phrasing often gets played throughout our day. And it's not necessarily forefront of our minds when it does play in our head. It's usually something of a subconscious thought, a thought that comes in and out because we're just so used to hearing it that we don't even deny it. We don't even try to challenge it. We just kind of say, yeah, like accepting it as like, yeah, here's another example of why I never or why, how I always, and we never question it. So when it comes to time to be quote unquote brutally honest with ourselves, we often turn to those phrases. We often think, well, if I was honest with myself, I would say that I'm always this and I'm never this and I should be doing this and um, I can't ever do this, etc. So that is not what I mean by being brutally honest. Brutal honesty actually scratches much further down than that surface level thinking. You have to think past those phrases because what those phrases truly represent are excuses for why you'd rather stay where you're at. And the truth is that there are some benefits to wherever you are. If you believe that you're not good with money, then that's that's a belief, right? I'm I'm not good with money. I I never spend my money correctly. So that's, you can use that as a self-criticism and you could say, oh, that's me being brutally honest, but let's scratch below that. The likelihood is that it's easy for you to not be good at money because it's less work. You don't have to be responsible. You can rely on others and find maybe even a deeper connection with people around you because it's a gateway to feel like you have a relationship with your mom or your dad or your significant other. Um, it means that you don't have to travel outside of your comfort zone. Maybe it's because you believe that money will create more problems and it gives you a sense that this way you stay at a certain point where money will never be as big of an issue. This is something that you'd rather this is something that you're familiar with that you know, you know, and having a lot of money is something you're not unfamiliar with and it feels scary to, to jump outside of that comfort zone. So you'd rather stay where you are. So that's an example of scratching below the surface of those excuses, of those reasonings that are honestly not rooted in being honest with yourself, but more so a simplistic way of looking at the the barriers from where you are to where you want to be, to where you truly want to be. So that is why this episode is titled Being Brutally Honest with Yourself, because I think that at first glance, people tend to conflate honesty with excuses or conflate honesty with um the repetitive, um, how would I, how would I phrase this? The repetitive, I mean, the best word I can use is excuses because they are, you know, they're so simplistic and they're excuses for, for really where, why you are where you are. 
but they don't get to the root of why those excuses have been benefiting you. They don't get to the root of why you truly are not willing to go beyond, you know. And as soon as you get more real with yourself, as soon as you get actually brutally honest and scratch below the surface, you'll often find that it's easier to let go of those thoughts. It's easier to notice them, point them out and say, no, I know that this is scary and this is outside of my comfort zone, but I know that I'm not bound to always be, you know, um, irresponsible when it comes to money. I know that I'm capable of being responsible with money and learning to have more money and make more money and have money make itself, (laughs) have my money make money, you know, and um, financial freedom is something that I can obtain, even though it's something that I'm unfamiliar with and seems a little scary. Because you can start having different dialogues with yourself, or is it monologues? <laughs> you can have different conversations with yourself about the reality of things when you can actually see it for what it is and not what, you know, a, a simplistic answer to why you're not where you want to be. Um, and I think this really does come back to being able to gain confidence and faith in yourself because if we are simply allowing, you know, the, 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 the mistake of seeing things as simplistic as I always, I never, I have to, I should kind of phrases, if, if we see everything under that light, we never really get to dispel them because those are hard things to really dispel they're immovable they're not changeable the phrasing itself does not lend itself to changing because i always means it's a repetitive nature it's literally always going to be that way i never it means that there's no there's no room for improvement or change And it's not just the phrasing, it's really the concept of how you're looking at your life and the the barriers you're coming up against. And the reason why I think that this is a good supplement to last week's episode is because I think that people assume that um, being confident and believing in yourself means lying to yourself. It means not being honest with yourself. But I truly believe the only way to believe in yourself is to honestly have some brutal honesty, to be realistic with yourself at the same time. I think that um, people think that they're opposite. You know, being realistic and being honest is the opposite of believing and um, putting yourself in this like position where what you want has not come to fruition in believing in that future and believing in that version of yourself that isn't currently necessarily present. And the truth is that they actually go hand in hand. They help each other. Because if you are brutally honest with yourself, if you can scratch below the surface and pinpoint really why you enjoy maybe actually not being in a relationship and not finding anyone, finding a partner, Even if it's what you want, even if it's something that you say you want, if you're telling yourself, I'm bad at relationships, the the way that it plays out is if you're able to be brutally honest and say, well, the reason 
that I keep telling myself that I'm bad at relationships is because I actually genuinely like being alone. It's comfortable. I don't have to put myself out there. I don't have to be vulnerable. Um, and I'm using myself as an, as an example here. I do believe that I, I actually, I scratch that. I, I don't think that I'm bad at relationships. I think that I, I'm scared. I, I used to tell myself, um, I prefer being alone and that's like, I always, okay, this is the, the lie I would really tell myself, um, a few years ago, or I'd say a year ago, um, I never find a good partner. I always fall for bad people that seem charming and are handsome and all that stuff, but always end up letting me down. And I get tricked easily by these partners and I get, you know, um, like tunnel vision and all I can see is them. And, and that's kind of the idea I had about myself and who I was in a relationship and the kind of people I attracted to myself. So that thought allowed me to be alone, allowed me to stay in my comfort zone, allowed me not to want to date anyone because there was nobody good enough or nobody that, um, was kind enough and would treat me right. And that's still a thought that crosses my mind from time to time. But I also know that I just don't want to put myself in a vulnerable position anymore. And I'm just not at the place where I can be vulnerable. And that's okay. And in being able to just scratch out the idea that there's no one out there, no good guy out there for me, and being able to like X that out and say, no, that's not the truth. That's an excuse for me to not have to be vulnerable around anyone or date, you know, put myself out there. That allows me to then have the confidence and faith that I know that there is someone out there for me, that there is good guys out there and that eventually I will find someone. But it gives me the it brings me back to reality when I can say, but I'm not ready right now and that's okay. And I'm not in a place where that's my focus. And that's okay. And not keep doing this thing where I'm like one foot in, one foot out in dating, you know, because I'm like, oh yeah, let me give it a try. But then I'm like, no, I hate dating. I don't want to date because there's no good guy out there. And this is just going to end up in, in horribleness. <laughs> so that's an example, you know, you, you still have the capability of being confident and having faith in yourself, but you're still rooted in the reality of what's actually holding him back and what you'd actually prefer. Because I could just keep going on with the lie that there's nobody good out there. And that way it takes all the weight off of me. There's no work that I need to do. There's nothing that I need to do. It just is what it is. But in this case, it gives me the confidence that I know myself and the confidence that um, things can change, that there's that it, nothing is static in this, that there's a dynamic um, relationship going on. And as soon as I decide to throw, you know, throw in my gauntlet, right? Throw in the gauntlet and say, okay, I'm in it. I know that I mean business and that I'm truly now ready to date. And it gives me something to look forward to, you know? It allows me to make goals and... Um, it allows me to make goals towards that because I'm no longer putting it off on the rest of the world of why I'm single, but I'm putting it on me. 
And with that, you gain this confidence that it's in your, the ball's in your court, that you are, are the master of your own life. You know, you are the one that's deciding whether or not you get back out there. It's not the world raining down on you that there's no one for you. So I think there's no way to not gain confidence from that, from getting your power back instead of giving it away to circumstance. So that's an example. Um, I use myself as an example oftentimes in this podcast. Sometimes I, I don't, but usually I do because, I mean, that's, that's the best way that I feel like I can get the message across sometimes. But so essentially what this episode is meant to reiterate, I'm sure you've maybe have heard this before, is that as, as you go through your day, today, tomorrow, weeks from now, months from now, years from now, always be very conscious of the excuses that you are making for yourself and be able to separate that from the reality. And honestly, as soon as we get rid of one set of broken records that are playing throughout the day, new ones start to form. And it's just natural. It's not because you're a bad person. It's not because you're anything. That's just another version of you making another broken record for why you have broken records playing in your head of excuses. Honestly, it's natural for us to create stories. I've said this a million times on this podcast in different episodes that we are storytellers, whether we're we like it or not. We have narrations going on in our head of why things are happening. We give, we want to attribute meaning to everything in our lives. And so it only makes sense that as we go and experience, have experiences and have situations happen, we tend to attribute meanings to them. And so we create little stories of, of why things are how they are. And sometimes those stories can be very helpful and sometimes they can be, you know, limiting. So we always have to be conscious of those limiting beliefs. And it's not until they get repeated a couple of times over that we really start to notice them. But we have the tendency to just kind of accept them after a while because, you know, they're they're playing in the background. So we assume that they have no power over us. But then we come to realize that, we don't we don't take the time to be honest with ourselves because we assume that that is our honesty that that is us being brutally honest when truthfully it just helps us pinpoint the underlying meanings it helps us get to a place where we can say okay why do i keep repeating these thoughts to myself how is it benefiting me how does this make me feel comfortable? Even though they're ne- technically like negative thoughts about yourself, at the end of the day, they have like a positive reaction somehow. There's some reason why you're telling yourself that. And sometimes it isn't necessarily that it's comfortable or that it keeps us in a comfort zone. Well, no. <laughs> Even if there are thoughts that someone else used to repeat to us, it's comforting sometimes to have that. Similar to... Um, people who end up in relationships with people that are similar to their parents who were, let's say, abusive. If your father was abusive verbally or verbally abusive, let's say, 
sometimes we find ourselves attracting partners that are similarly verbally abusive, but it's because it feels, unfortunately, it feels kind of like home. It feels familiar. And we know how to react. We know, you know, the cycle of emotions that we go through when that happens. So we end up in that same path. And unknowingly, we tell ourselves, you know, this is the best I can do, or this person really does love me. And they're just thoughts repeated from childhood, even. So not to go any deeper than that, I kind of want to leave us off right here. Um, So be mindful as you go through your day today of those excuses, those surface level (laughs) excuses of why things are the way they are. You're always, I'm, I'm always, I'm never, you know, I should... I can't, things like that, and call yourself out on them, you know, say, no, that's not it. What am I benefiting from this thought, from this limiting belief? And go from there, you know, and be actually brutally honest with yourself. So that's where I'm going to leave things off. Thank you guys so much for for listening today. Um, I know today's, I mean, I would say it's a short episode, but, you know, 20 minutes is what most people have in a day. Actually, this is going to run like 25 minutes, but um, either way, (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope it gives you some clarity as you move throughout your day and week and year, and I will catch you guys on next week's episode. Thanks, guys.